Hey gang, welcome to another episode of Unwrap. This is Tim, and we're going to go through into my conspiracy. This time, the rogues. The cards in green, we're going to go with those first. So, again, this is just my first thoughts and impressions on the cards. We're going to go right to the player. Uh, Trish Scarborough. She's a spy. Two willpower. Four intellect. Two... Uh, strength for agility, part of the agency and detective. Um, that's kind of cool, though. I mean, right off the rip, you know, it feels like she should be guardian, but you know, considering she's got the spy bit, it's kind of be you know expected because she's you know going deep undercover and stuff like that. So I get it. I get it. So I'm like looking at the artwork here. Is this? Do you look like she's holding up? trousers or is this just a weird looking bag <laughs> it's looking like she was holding like lederhosen or something but uh no that looks like a bag or a briefcase of some sort some sort of soft leather attache okay i searched that line i just read uh she has eight health uh, six sanity um as a react, after you discover one or more clues at a location with an enemy, either discover an additional clue at that location or automatically evade that enemy. Limit once per round. Okay. Uh, short, sweet, and to the point. I like it. So, um, I know in Rogue Sarah cards, I can actually combo off of this and stuff like that. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, the, the flavor-wise, yeah, that's built on because that's what she's doing. She's trying to grab, gather intel, so. Uh, very thematic. Uh, I dig it. All right. If you do pull another sign effect, it's plus two. If this is uh, an investigation, you may choose to choose any revealed location you are now investigating as you were at the location instead. Wow. She got like a seeker, like splash elder sign effect there. That's crazy. I think, well, what, what is it? Is that like vantage point that does that? Um, so that's like an added bonus. So... Just to go out there. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So far, so good. Uh, the willpower is like, oh, kind of lackluster. Uh, rogue, I, in, well, for fighting, I mean, you can comp that out with other, you know, toys and stuff like that. So it's not the end-all, be-all. But um, it, it, it's a refreshing take on a rogue, man. She's, she can, honestly, in her own right, be a really good cluer. Her deck size is 30. She has access to all the rogue cards, all the neutral cards, and she splashes with Seeker from 0 to 2. Yeah, which would make sense because just based on her Elder Sign ability, ability yeah, it, it definitely would make sense. Um, I don't know if I would go full solo on this one, but um, definitely she may, would make an excellent support role for sure, you know, in multiplayer. Um, let's, see what, let's see what other signature cards are. So... Her signature uh, card is In the Shadows. It's a tactic. It's a zero-cost event. It gets you, well, at least two uh, agility, and you got two wild pips on it. Um, fast, play after your turn begins. Disengage from each enemy engaged with you. Until the end of the round, enemies cannot engage you, and you cannot deal damage to the enemies. Ah, oh, it's like a complete breakaway. So if you get, like, overwhelmed and you need to get them clues, you can just break off, get a couple clues, and move out. I mean, can't do any damage. Ah, oh, that's pretty cool. That's really cool. 
I mean, just for stat line too, man. I mean, even if he had to pitch this card, it gives you plus four on the check to, to evade. That's just crazy good. Okay. Uh, I think so. Uh, the two I read here, this one here seems to be the the. Um, um, there isn't any uh, chicanery going on here or anything like that. So, I mean, straight into the point. Her weakness. Oh, it's an enemy weakness. Okay. Shadow agents. Are they double-double agents? I don't know. But three fighting, three wounds, five on the evade check. Humanoid. Oh, they're cultists. Okay. Uh, they just prey on Trish. They're hunters. Uh, while Shadow's agents is engaged with you, you cannot discover clues except by investigating. So you got to do it the hard way. And after Shadow agents is invaded, discard. Okay, um, not the worst, you know, enemy uh, weakness enemy I've seen. Oh, and also if it hits you, it does two points of damage. Um, not the worst. I mean, considering she's rogue. It, it, Agility nine times out of ten with their card pull selection, it's in their wheelhouse anyways to to evade uh, stuff like that. So it it's it's workable. I mean, honestly, it's gonna stink for other players so they run into this if you're not at that location and they have to deal with it. But um, yeah, not too bad. I mean, doable, doable. Except three wounds though, that sucks. If you wanted to try to pop them out right, man, I mean, you can't can't take these guys down with the you know your your usual suspect like a machete or anything like that. So it's gonna take a couple actions unless you got like a big beefy weapon that can handle it. All right, so that is Trish. Would I play her? Yeah, I probably would. But I honestly think it, it, she probably might be a little more challenging in a solo role. But um, definitely for two, three, four players for sure. I mean, definitely for a support role. I mean, quite honestly, if you didn't have a true uh, clipper, she can do this in a pinch for sure. Yeah. Again, just like the other ones here, there are four new cards uh, to the player pool. And the first one is, is a one-handed asset called 25 Automatic. Four-cost asset. You can pitch it for plus one agility. It's an item. It's a weapon. It's a firearm. It's illicit. Fast. Ah, oh, okay. All right, so cool. Get to pull this out right away. It has four ammo on it. You can spend an ammo, fight, if the attacked enemy is exhausted. You get plus two strength and deals one damage for this attack. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> I liked it and you had fast. And then I didn't like it when it was exhausted to get the bonuses. Ah. <laughs> uh, Just to get that stuff, you got to exhaust enemies. And I know rogues can do it, man, but it feels like... I would like to have damage, but they always got to have... These cards always got to go a roundabout way of getting that extra perk or that extra bonus. So if I'm looking at other weapons in a rogue class, and I'm just looking strictly at rogue... Would I choose anything over? I mean, yes, it's fast. I, I get it. I mean, it's great. Um, I would probably still run Switchblade, quite honestly, because chances are if I had to attack, it'd be, I, I definitely would succeed by two or more to get that plus one. Uh, I 
Well, Derringer would be the same way. You get a plus two fight, and if you see by two more, you get plus one damage. I'm just looking at the basics. I'm not even looking at the upgrades. I do have the Mauser C96. And honestly, I would probably run the Mauser over that one. I really would. I mean, it's not fast, but Mauser, it has five ammo on there. And then when you spend an ammo, it gives you a plus one fight, and you get to deal the plus one damage for the attack. And if you see by more, you can either ready the... Well, see, here's a trick here. I mean, the, the Mauser C96, um, you have to exhaust it, so it's just a one-shot. Oh, these uh, these weapons and rogues. They can be a little frustrating. I would probably edge out on Mauser because you get the additional... Yeah, you lose the fast. But you at least get the plus one fight and the plus one damage. I mean... Again, I'm not looking at upgraded cards. So you can't do Cult Vest Pocket because you use it or lose it. So... That, that that's really it. I mean, for weapon wise, and then sad. I might actually just go to neutral and just use the gold faction knife. Ah, oh, that's disappointing. I mean, I was like, ooh, it's like I was excited. I'm like, oh, I'm not so excited. The exhausting piece is the the one that's gonna trip up on me. That for me not to include this in the deck, it, it's just rough. Yep, that's my initial impression on it. Um, that's a wait and see on that one. I am not 100% sold on the 25. But if you disagree, prove me wrong. Send me an email. Let me know or give me a shout out. <laughs> All right, next one. Dark Ritual. It's a one-cost asset. It's a spell. Ooh. Okay. Ritual Cursed. Oh, man, Cursed. I know it's going to have the... Yeah, it does. It's going to have the uh, curse tokens. You can seal up to five curse tokens. At the end of the Mythos phase, you must either spend a resource or discard Dark Ritual. And if you do that, then all those curse tokens goes back in the bag. Okay, I do see a, a, a need for this, for sure. Um, if you're getting, you know, if you're running one of those, uh, well, you could have Trish, you know, go over the ones where she's putting, you know, the uh, chaos um, in the chaos bag. You can get the uh, what's that? The untranslated grimoire for the secrets that I re reviewed last episode. This might actually put into play on this to help mitigate some of that minus two action. And honestly, spending a resource on this dark ritual, is, if you're playing rogue, nine times ten, you're gonna have no problems paying for this because a lot of the characters generate money very, very easily. I mean, they get a lot of cash. So I do see a need for it. It's it's kind of cool. You actually got a dark ritual, and it's a spell, and it's splashing rogue. So, I, uh, you know, more I'm looking at these other cards, stuff like that from the other classes, and I'm starting to see, at least with a splash, and how this is going to work out. So I I can see a need for it. I don't think it's an auto include though. But for any of those investigators that run deep on the cursed stuff, and it's really manipulating back. This is a good cheap way of getting around it, you know, even though it's gonna tie you up on resource every at the uh, end of a mythos phase. But uh yeah, dark ritual. Obfuscation. Hopefully I did not butcher that word. But that's what it is. It's a spell, it's a two cost asset. It's got Dexter Drake all in a sharded up busted mirror. 
you can pitch this for plus one strength. It's fast. Yeah, I like fast. Fast is good. Has three charges. All right, don't let me down. Don't let me down. All right. When an enemy makes an attack opportunity against you, spend a charge, cancel that check. Woo! I like this one. This is good. This is good. It's roguey, and it does do that. And I can do other things by equipping or busting out an ally if you're caught with a, an enemy in place. Man. Okay, I... Out of all the rogue cards, this one seems to be my fave right now. I do like it, because you already got me a fast. Fast is great. And, um, you know this is going to go into Dexter, for sure. It's got a picture with his mug all over on this thing. But, man, it is good. Anything that can cancel attack of opportunity to set yourself up is awesome. Is awesome. Price is not bad, two for two. Three charges. So, yes, I see a need for this. For sure. Anything that cancels attack. Yeah, I know it's kind of specific attack or anything, but this gives you a chance to set up. I mean, I dig it. I like that one too. I like it. 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 Alright. Last one. Faustian Bargain is a zero cost event. Yeah, you can pitch it for plus one willpower or plus one intellect. It's a pact. It's cursed. It's an additional cost to play Faustian Bargain. Add two cursed tokens to the cap bag. Investigators at your location gain a total of five resources distributed as a wish. This is quiche with a price. You get two more, and you can distribute as you see fit. So it could be a good support card. Now, I know Seekers had the one for the drawing the cards, but I'm kind of leaning towards this one because Seekers always gets lots of cards. And I think sometimes it's situational. I really don't see a lot of people that hard up on cards in their hands. However, what I do see a lot of sometimes is that they're hurting for resources, and I'm looking especially at Guardians. So, as a support card, I can see the justification for this. Um, if you're running with more than, than playing solo solo, yeah, probably not, because if you're playing solo with rogues, you are not doing this, because... Almost all the rogues can generate money very, very quickly or has other cards that can generate this stuff easily. Um, this feels to me, just an initial get-go, um, it's definitely a, a support card for multiplayer, for sure. Uh, the artwork has got the Red Glove Man giving you an Elder Sign paper that's kind of etched and burned and wants you to sign it. That's kind of cool. Cool artwork so far. I'm kind of happy with the artwork. But that is the last card for Rogues. Um, and uh, so far, so good. I mean, uh, Obfuscation definitely is the, the runaway on this one. I, I like that one the best. Uh, but uh, that will do it for Trish and her bag of tricks. And uh, I'm down to two more. I got... Uh, what do I got? Uh, I got Mystics and Survivors to the last two. So Dex... Drake and Silas Marsh. Both of them had their own novels. So here we go. Uh, thanks for listening in. And uh, you can get a hold of me at ArkhamsKids at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, guys. Enjoy the rest of your week. Later.